This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And we're back on Inside Black and Gold Pre-Panthers Edition. We're getting ready for week two. This is the final segment of this here Show and and Steve, Steve, I, how are you adjusting to the studio life? You spent so much time following the team around, and you got to watch from the sidelines. Now you're just sitting in a in a room watching on TV. Is that is that a weird adjustment? Definitely a weird adjustment. At least we were back, you know, doing pregame outside the Superdome this year. So yeah. first half of the game, get to watch it in the press box with everybody, do the halftime show in the booth, and then boom, head back to the studio for the second half, which is a little, you know, you're not, you're not on site for it. There's nothing like being at the game. I, I really do love it. You might, you know, all oh, the traffic, the hassle having to deal with the dome, but there's still nothing like being at a game. And for, for road games, though, to me, I'll miss that the most. The travel-wise, uh, getting to travel with the team is pretty pimping, I, I got I to admit. Pimpin'. And I, I, I know you'll get to enjoy that this year. And just the the whole the atmosphere, getting to be in a really nice hotel on the road, seeing new stadiums. It's definitely a lot of fun. I'll definitely miss the road life. I'll miss the most. Did you forget how high up you have to sit in the press box when you when you do watch the game? It's like watching right next to the L22 camera. Yes. Sadly, <laughs> I was like, wow, I, I kind of want to be in studio watching on television. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you need, feel like you need binoculars. I know Haas watches with binoculars. But, you know, another guy who watches from way up there is a good old Mickey Loomis. You know, a guy who I feel like we take for granted because it's not normal to see a GM last 20 years in the NFL. Look around the NFL and try to find all of the GMs that have stood the test of time <laughs> like Mickey. And, you know, you might not agree with all of his decisions over the years, but there's nothing you cannot question kind of his historical understanding of how this Saints team has operated and what he wants to see and what has been successful and what has not been successful. And that's why, you know, he Mike Haas was able to catch up with him this week on our, you know, weekly Saints coaches show or whatever they call it. The Saints Hour, I think, is technically the name. It's every Tuesday on a normal schedule. This week's going to be weird with the Monday night game. But he was asked about Derek Carr and what he how he felt Derek Carr performed in that game. And I think his answer was really telling. And, and so let's listen to it. Some offense uh, and, and Derek Carr, Coach Allen had said, you know, 
he can spin it and he's a good game manager. And we saw, you know, I know that the, the pick at the end of the first half is will drive him crazy just from here, knowing the little that I know about Derek Carr. But he did exactly what I would assume this team wanted. He managed the game. Well, I think he did more than that. I mean, he made some plays that uh, uh, we haven't seen made here for a while. And off-platform throws, plays breaking down, him, you know, solving problems. Uh, he, he did a lot of really good things. And, and look, sometimes you get overlooked in a game where you only score, you know, 16 points. But um, I, th- I thought he was really good. And, and look, I think we were really close to having a lot more points on the board, too. You know, a drop here, a, a call there, and, and – uh, you know that it's a different type of game, but but uh, it was also really good to see Mike Thomas look like Mike Thomas too. I felt like like Mike Manny looked he looked like his old self, physical, violent uh, route runner, uh, catching balls in, in in traffic, and and that was great to see. And and obviously Chris Olave had a, had a big game for us, as did Rashid Shahid. So um, it was good to see. It was good. There was a lot of good things on offense, and and look, we can grow from there. So when you on the third and seven, after the second and fourteen, the pass to Mike Thomas, and then the deep pass to Shahid, what what it looked like initially it was a it was a double move because he was just so open, but on on third and seven in that situation, even Coach Allen said yesterday, I don't, I don't know if it was the play I would have called up, but man, he trusted his coaches. And he trusted Derek. I mean, is that one of those plays when when Derek goes back and, and he's throwing this deep ball? You're like, oh my goodness! But then, oh great, you know, it, 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 it all turned out perfectly, and it was just a perfect pass and a, and a well thrown ball and a well caught ball. Yeah, look, I think you know from my perspective, I always appreciate when you you go out and you try to win a game as opposed to uh, trying not to lose a game. And you know, it was a hallmark of of. Um, you know, Sean Payton's time here as a head coach, he, he was always trying to call plays to win games. And, and I appreciate that when you do that. And look, sometimes it doesn't work out. But I, I think that's the best way to play in the NFL because the, um, the talent level so close. Any team can beat another team. And I think you have to go out and win games as opposed to trying not to lose them. There was a lot there. If you want to listen to the full interview with uh, Mike Haas and Mickey Loomis, go over to WWL.com. There's a story where I kind of break down some of those comments. You can listen to the full interview there. It's about 20, 20 minutes long. So there's a lot more to it than just that. But I did think, you know, when you look at how the Saints operated this offseason, it was very clear that they were not satisfied with how this offense operated last year, with how the offense looked, you know, for a majority of the year before that. And I think, you know, people are going to take that to say, well, he's just slamming Jameis, whatever. I don't I think this is more about how things went post Jameis last year with Andy Dalton. Um, Obviously, Jameis has made some really nice throws over the times that he's started. But, uh, you know, when you get to that second part of that answer, he was asked about, you know, the, the decision to go big on that last drive where he had third and six and they went deep and they made that big play to Rashid Shahid and ultimately helped them ice the game with that run. And, you know, I think it's, it's twofold there. It's not just Derek Carr is able to do certain things as the quarterback that you need, that this team has been trying to find since Drew retired. It's that you also need to trust that guy. And, you know, even when the Saints went five and two to start the season in 2021, you know, we had interviews, we talked to Jameis and he would say things like, Sean hasn't given me the keys yet. Like they didn't necessarily have their trust in Jameis at that point. 
And, you know, I, that's not fault of Jameis. That's just, you know, I think this coaching staff didn't necessarily feel like they had the pieces in place to be successful last year. And I think you can see now there's a little bit more confidence in that. And you need confidence to, you know, call a go at that point in the game and let Derek Carr unleash it. And I think that's kind of what you're getting from Mickey there. Yeah, I feel like we kind of knew going into even last year, they weren't sold totally even on Jameis. Obviously, the Saints were heavily involved in trying to get a guy like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Yeah, so you knew that. Well, I figured they would be aggressive again and trying to get a quarterback. And yeah, Derek Carr has that, you know, past history with Dennis Allen, too. So that it seemed like a good match. I know the the salary numbers made a lot of people nuts, but it just happens to be the crazy quarterback market we're dealing with when you look at the numbers there. And for Derek Carr, man, he came in, you know, you're hearing his press conference. We get to talk to him. You really get a a pretty good sense of who he is, a really likable character. But, man, after that NFL Films footage even came out uh, after week one, even more likable, really amazing stuff. Yeah, and, you know, I think the the mic'd up packages are always a whole lot of fun uh, because you don't, you know, you, you talk to the players, you hear from the players, it's it's always interesting to hear how they interact with each other on the field. In game, right. There was a clip where he was talking to Taysom about how he always tapes up his ear holes in his helmet so he can hear better and that sort of thing. Taysom and got, couldn't believe it. He was flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah and Kevin Petrie, <laughs> Kevin Petrie's over there giving a hard time. It was very funny. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's the sort of thing where you're just, you know, that's where we're kind of getting, and that's when the fan base really is able to connect with the team is when, you know, like Teddy Bridgewater, for example, yeah. you know, I don't think anyone really knew Teddy understood Teddy until he had to come in and play those games. And suddenly he's a fan favorite. Everyone there's chanting his name from the stands, even when he's not in the game. And that's the type of stuff where you're, you start to forge that kind of connection with the team and the fan base. And it's not for nothing. I mean, Drew Brees was not, you know, endeared to the franchise in his first career start, right? Like it took some time for everyone to kind of have some belief there. And then he, he obviously earned it quickly for good reason. Um, but that's that's the thing that's kind of cool to watch in real time as you as you build this season. And hopefully it can continue kind of shifting gears. We'll, we'll close out this episode by talking about now. Obviously, I think Derek Carr was an X factor late in that game. Rashid Shahid was an X factor late in that game, obviously, throughout the entire game, really. Um, but, you know, in good ways and bad. But, you know, so let's let's close out this episode. I want on offense and defense. Let's both pick an X factor and we'll start with you. Who is your going to be your defensive X factor for the Saints-Panthers matchup on Monday Night Football? I'm going to be looking up front on that D-line. It's kind of looking both at Shepard and Saunders, who I thought did a heck of a job against the Titans. Uh, but getting you know pressure up the gut again uh, is going to be key. And also stopping that Panthers run game because that's going to a lot more scary to me than what they have uh, at wide receiver or even tight end right now. Uh, so I, I think if you can pressure Bryce and st- stop that run, obviously it's going to be a heck of a time for this Panthers team. And they didn't they didn't have obviously great offensive showings last year against the Saints. But but like I said, that combination of Shepard and Saunders, I think uh, I'm going to look for them to really dial in, apply that pressure, and be able to you know be stout in the run game. Which man oh man, I, I know Derrick Henry still got his, but was impressive all around how the team was able to contain him. And I guess you got to give a lot of credit, too, to a guy like Demario Davis in week one. But 
Uh, I'm still sticking with Shepard and Saunders up front. I, I kind of cheating there. And I'm probably, you're going to get mad. I'll probably be cheating on my offensive pick too. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Miles Sanders and Chuba Hubbard are kind of the backfield duo there. I thought Chuba Hubbard looked really good against the Falcons. So he's a guy that I think the Saints are going to have a little, you know, they're going to have to focus on. I think you're right, because if, when you're going against a rookie quarterback, you're going to be daring them to beat you. Right. Like if you, you need to be able to shut down that run game so that you can force Bryce Young to beat you. And you threw a couple picks in week one. And I think that's where you're trying. It's like, okay, Bryce, can you, you want to throw it March on? You want to throw it Paulson? You want to get all that done? Right. Uh, you know, it's a lot harder to do if you can't run the ball. And so to me, I think, you know, I'm looking at Alante Taylor because a guy who ruined the game for them last year was LaVisca Chenault. And he's a guy who's going to play in the slot. He's going to move around. He's going to be a little like Cordero Patterson in that offense. You saw him used in week one for the Panthers. And so he's, you know, Alante is going to be the guy who has to come up and make tackles on LaVisca. And you saw PJ Williams fail in that regard last year. So that's, he's the guy. I think if he can come up and make tackles and not get taken advantage of in the slot, I think you have a really good shot. Um, now let's put, shift over to offense. You said you're going to cheat, so let's hear it. Who, 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 what's your it's, cheat? It's on the cheat. offensive offensive line and the run game kind of married together, just because uh, preseason was really disappointed in what we saw, and then obviously it was a tough Titans defensive front week one. So I'm not that disappointed in the output that we did see, but now coming into this game against Carolina, we saw the Falcons were able to run all over them. I want to see the Saints be able to put up some decent yardage here. Gotcha. You know, I, I agree with you. You know, and on, on my end, it's going to be the obvious one. It's Trevor Penning because uh, yeah. they're going to they're going to be rotating all day long. They're going to be trying to put extra pressure on that side. I mean, when you see a guy get just destroyed by Arden Key the way he did last week, any team in the NFL is going to look at that and sure. say, you know, uh, we, we're going to we're going to figure this out. Uh, we're going to find a way to make his life as miserable as possible. It's on the Saints to to adjust. But, you know, he needs to get better. He needs to show that last week was not indicative of what he's going to be doing every week. Um, and yeah, so so we're going to we're going to that's going to be that's going to be my X factor um, on the offensive side. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Yeah, and hopefully uh, our, our boy Blake Groupie can be of X factor again too. Uh, he he was obviously key game one. These divisional matchups, we talk about it all the time. They know each other so well. Blah 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 blah. I definitely expect a tight game here, but the Saints to pull it out. It could very well be a field goal game. 
But yeah, no, it's going to be a fun matchup. Uh, the Saints have <laughs> historically not done very well in week two. We remember what happened in 2021. They went down to Jacksonville and beat the bricks off the Packers 38 to three. And then everyone was loving it. Everyone was like, this is the answer. This is the this team. And then they go up to Carolina and just get, oh man, demolished. I mean, last year against the Panthers was rough. Two years ago was just horrid. They at least had a chance in that game last year. Two years ago, it was just Jameis getting destroyed. So hopefully that is not the case for the Saints again this year. Hopefully they figure it out. But that's going to be another another interesting date up in Carolina. What's your kind of project, prediction for this game? I think you know the, the the Bryce Young matchup makes me feel a little bit more confident about it in terms of you know week two. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be like a 21-17 kind of deal. I do think it okay. still ends up being close, even though, to me, I feel like the Saints should dominate this team, but divisional matchups are whacked. Uh, the, last year, that man, that week three that week three game was such a bad omen for the Saints. Yeah. Uh, the well, uh, had his back broken the week before that or whatever. Yeah, not great. Right, and then you had, at one point, it was like Jarvis Landry went in the injury tent, and then, boom, following right behind him was Michael Thomas. It was terrible. Yeah, that was that was suboptimal. Hopefully, yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's like, okay, can can Mike Thomas keep surviving every week? It's any Mike Thomas makes it through without an injury. I'm like, yeah, good, got it. But all right, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Inside Black and Gold. We're getting ready for the Saints Panthers on Monday Night Football. Make sure to check out the latest content over at wwl.com. Listen to Sports Talk, 4 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, WWL AM 870 FM 105.3 in the Odyssey app. Follow us on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Nowak. Steve Geller, WWL, and who that? Go Saints. Let's go Monday night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.